0: back on February 26th of 2012, we heard the story about a smiling young black boy who was pursued and gunned down in cold blood in his neighborhood, and his name was Trayvon Martin. Uh, Turns out that the truth of the story was considerably more complex than that. I did one of my first afterburners about that, went into some detail about it, and the story was not nearly the way that the media portrayed it. However... We saw the same thing happen with George Floyd. When you dig into what happened during the case of that arrest, there's all sorts of mitigating things in there that weren't reported. But I think those days are over because of a very simple piece of technology. Hi, everybody. I'm Bill Whittle here with Steve Green and Scott Ott. And this right angle is called the body cam revolution. Uh, I should, should say the police body cam revolution. After the, um, the mostly peaceful protests that burned down a great deal of America's uh, cities and smashed a lot of American stores' windows, it became uh, almost universal policy, at least for big city uh, police departments, to issue wearable body cams, which go right in the middle, and they record everything. Now, I was a huge fan of the show Cops. I just loved it because it showed me what life was like for actual police officers. You you would see somebody in the beginning of, the, of, a, of a segment basically shooting heroin into their arms, and then when they're caught, he said, no, I didn't do that. I swear to God. I swear to God I didn't do it. Well, here's the thing, guys. It's now there's now there's hundreds of thousands, probably, of uh, of cops out there recording what cops do and what they have to do in the course of their job. And two things I've noticed because I've become addicted to these police body cam videos, uh, Steve. Let me start with you about this. Um, I am completely blown away at the level of disrespect that is shown these officers they're constantly be, oh, yeah. being told just f off they're being you know they te- you know just you, you know you're just a giant p and, and 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 f you and f you and f you and forget the non compliance just just the verbal assaults this Generation has been taught that that the police are the SS, and that you know that 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 the highest form of 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 virtue that a young person can achieve is standing up to the man, you know, to the to the guy in the uniform. But when you see these body cam uh, videos and you see the amount of abuse that these officers have to take and how calmly they they respond with it, it's astonishing that anybody does the job at all.
1: I just I, like you I love the the police body cam videos and I also love all the uh, the videos you I found them on a lot of Twitter streams so I think I told you guys about this uh of people just doing stupid things getting themselves hurt uh trying out wacky stuff that goes wrong all of that stuff um I just I I love those too and a recent one I saw was this guy, uh, he brought along his, butt, you know, buddy with an iPhone or whatever, recording all this, this guy went to four cops out on the street and he's got this makeshift fishing rod with a donut dangling off the line. Hmm. And he's, he's just, he's taunting the cops with the donut. It, he wasn't even under arrest. He just went out looking for this particular trouble. And if you find the video, uh, <laughs> guess what? He, he found himself some trouble, um, I'm not saying the police can do no wrong. Clearly that is that is not the case. And one of the reasons I, I love the, the body cam videos is because it helps the police remember their responsibilities, who they are, and what the standards are that they have to live up to. And I think uh, we need better policing, and I think that's a great way to get it is uh, – give you an example we spend about three hours a week uh, talking to one another which is not difficult I love conversation conversation is is just it's it's practically my superpower but uh, taping the show for three hours afterwards I'm exhausted and the reason is that little circle right there at the top of my monitor it's a camera and when you're on it when you're on camera you know you are on camera and you are on on there's a whole nother part of your brain that starts to engage to 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 keep you in that on camera mode and that does that does wonders for policing i think um as for these events the the latest one i think it was in georgia where a a police officer a, a sheriff's deputy pulled over this guy in his truck Doing a hundred miles an hour down the freeway, and then the guy simply would not cooperate, and he was saying all the things you would, you were talking about in in your introduction. He finally is out of the truck and attacks the police officer, um, and at one point he's got, uh, the, the, he's just like shoving the cop's head back so far you think his neck is gonna snap at which point the cop finally pulls out his baton and he's beating the guy with a baton that's not working he finally gets his pistol and shoots the guy in the gut and all of this is not just on the dash cam it's on the body cam and uh one of our new columnists at pj media uh ashley mccauley wrote about this last week and her headline was something like no more george floyd so that's exactly uh, that's exactly yeah. right and and this is so good, not just for better policing, not just for sending the bad guys to jail who need to go to jail, but for creating one less friction point, uh, creating one one fewer thing for the race hustlers to hustle. Exactly. And, and it's a godsend, Bill. I don't know what else to call it.
0: Just a real quick follow-up with you, Steve. Uh, saw a headline not too long ago that said, eight children arrested in McDonald's. Uh, and well, you think, wow, the police are knocking into McDonald's and arresting children. That must be a pretty, pretty intense yeah. sign of uh, police brutality. <laughs> Turns out there's a body cam available for that, and on the body cam you can hear the police officer telling them fifteen, sixteen, seventeen times, "If you do not leave now, you will be arrested for trespassing." And he still doesn't arrest any of them until the one guy is actually out of the building, and then he walks back in again. And at that point, he says, "Okay, you're under arrest." And he, they're, they're under abuse this whole time. But that, this there's two sides to every story and the video camera gets them both do you think
1: um well a camera even a video camera with audio presents an incomplete picture but it's a much much more thorough picture than than taking somebody's word for something and you know there's something i I meant to mention i'll keep this as brief as possible my wife has something of a lead foot and she got another speeding ticket not too long ago and uh the first thing she did after rolling down the window was put her hands on, on 10 and 2 on the steering wheel so that when the, the deputy or the police officer came to the window to have his little talk with her, uh, he can see her see hands, her hands yeah. both of her hands on the wheel while she very calmly told him that she has a concealed carry license. and Perfect. Yes. At which point the police officer said, "Can you show me your do you have the do you have the weapon in the car?" And she said, "Yes, it is in this location which I don't think she could reach." And he said, "Will you very slowly remove your your license, your CCW license?" And she did that very slowly. And he said, "Thank you" and handed her the license back. And that's how you do it. That's it. Just we we that, forget don't the fact that, shot. that-
0: Every time there's a traffic stop, that officer is walking up to the car, and he goes and says, hey, good afternoon, and he can often be met with a pistol to the face, shot in in the face. Every single one of those things is, is, a, is an uncertainty for them. I'll tell you this. When it said eight children arrested at McDonald's, I thought, "Oh, that sounds pretty harsh." But then, when I saw the abuse that they were hurling at these police officers and the number of chances they were given, I realized that if I'd been in the police force that day, it would have been eight children shot dead at McDonald's. That's that's what I would have done because it was unbelievable.
2: Were they nine-year-olds Scott, something there else for that, a birthday party or something, Bill?
0: No, they were. They were. They were teenagers. They were probably. I want to say they look like maybe ninth, tenth graders somewhere around there. Their, their faces were all blurred out, but you could tell from their size and their body language. Yeah. But they're, 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 they're still children. They're, they're, they're minors. They've been taught their whole life not only that they should do this, but that they can get away with it. Here's the other thing for you, Scott. There's another angle on all this that I, that I hadn't believed before. What I'm seeing since body cams are out there, and maybe as a direct result of the body cams, as Steve pointed out, is that I am seeing police officers whose primary job is to be a psychotherapist? Yeah, yeah. that's what that's what these body cam footage things mostly reveal, is is the amount of, of, of slack they're giving, the constant efforts to de-escalate the situation, 15 warnings to get it, ma'am, if you don't get out of the car, I'm going to be forced to break this window and pull you out of the car. I don't want that. You don't want that. Can we please be reasonable? That kind of thing. And then you get these, uh, a lot of Gen Z kids who've never been told no before. They're terrified. They go into these emotional meltdowns. And then the police have to start talking to them about their childhood and and. It's an unbelievably difficult job, and all of the comments on all of these body cam uh, videos that I've seen, I've seen a hundred of them, all say the same thing. I had no idea it was this tough being a police officer. I couldn't do this. I couldn't take this kind of abuse if, if my life depended on it.
2: Yeah, I think we tend to think, because maybe we've seen in dramatic presentations, police shows um, that it's primarily about marksmanship and and physical uh, (laughs) prowess. Um, But you're right. It's more about emotional prowess. It's about the ability to remain calm in the face of chaos, to be able to speak calmly, to give accurate direction to people, uh, to to avoid further inflaming a situation when you're dealing with somebody who may be inebriated or— uh mentally unbalanced and so you know they've constantly got to be able to keep their cool every police officer wants to go home to their house at the end of the day they want to see their family again And they don't want to be in a situation that triggers some sort of uh, a violent outbreak. Now, police officers, as Steve pointed out, are human beings. And so you also have police officers who have addiction problems and mental problems and things like that. And those people uh, are often found out before they get involved in some sort of terrible situation. But sometimes we find out when they get involved in a terrible situation. In any case, I think at very least these body cams give us something that demands an explanation. Like Steve said, it doesn't give us all the information we need, but at least it gives us a foundation to say, okay, at this point in this interaction, officer or uh, suspect, what were you thinking? What were you, what do you, what was your intention here? What was going on off camera? What inspired you to cause to to have this reaction? I think in general, everybody is more behaved when they know they're on camera if they're sane, if they're not inebriated. But um, but I think it, I. Th- I hate to say we need to live in a world that has cameras on everybody so that we can make sure that stuff doesn't happen. On the other hand, I'm glad they're there, if only as exculpatory evidence for people who are doing the right thing. Whether those be the police officers or the citizens uh, in the situation, that just gives us another piece of evidence that shows what actually happened at the time. Now, as you've pointed out before, Bill, it's possible to look at a snippet of video and number one, not see the larger context of what was going on. And number two, to slow things down in the video to the point where it makes it look like something was happening that wasn't really happening. Um, you know, it's like when I watch a football game and they slow it down, they go, oh, did he have possession of the ball? Well, you're like, holy cow, he was holding the ball for like 10 seconds in the slow-mo replay. <laughs> it depends on how you you use that video. So step in the right direction. Uh, not going to uh, prevent police officers from being mistreated, but at least it gives them an opportunity later to say, hey, this is what I did. This is what I said. You can see it here.
0: One of the things I'd like to just real quick is is this issue of context. I mentioned cops. Now, cops go out on location. They do this thing. The arrest might take an hour or something, and good editors will turn that into eight tight minutes of, of, yeah. of drama. And and they're, they're most of the time they're telling the truth of the story, but they might not be – you don't know. The thing about the body cam footage is most of these clips are 30 minutes long, and most of the time is 30 minutes long is that camera goes on, he gets out of the car, he walks to the car, he stands, or he walks back, he fills out the paperwork, go back to the car again. It's never off. You can never claim that it was deceptively edited because it's just recording everything all the time. It is an astonishing, really astonishing breakthrough. Um, we have not had... Since the George Floyd incident, we have not had another George Floyd incident. It's not been too long, only in a year and a half or something, two years. Uh, sorry, three. But hmm. but, I suspect that there have been a number of cases that could have been blown up into the kind of yeah. blind rage that we saw with Trevon Martin and was it uh, Brown in the Baltimore suburb? Michael. And, and uh, you know, yeah. I am convinced that there are a number of cases where the situation looked like it would fit the liberal narrative white cop shoots dead black driver who was not committing any crime or anything and then they see the body cam footage and then they realize there's no way we can sell this story because we have they because the police have video of this guy smashing him in the face it's it's an amazing achievement for uh, law enforcement. So I'm I'm glad it's there. I'm also glad that we have things like iPhones because the the people the citizens have a right to body cam too, and um, and I'm not a, like a lickspittle kind of a police junkie. There are some bad cops out there, and I have seen times when people would be holding up an iPhone and a policeman will come up real aggro and start demanding your ID and say, you don't have to give me any, what's your probable cause? I don't need probable cause, you know, those kind of guys, those kind of guys need to go. So it's, it's a wonder across the board, but I can't recommend it highly enough folks. If you haven't done it, just go to YouTube and just search for police body cam footage. And if you Uh, want a police
1: activity is a great channel. Okay. That's what it's called police activity. And it's nothing but body cam videos on YouTube.
0: If you want a real uh, adventure in um, in modern sanity, uh, search for uh, body cam police footage, uh, Gen Z traffic stop, and you will you will see some you will see histrionics, oh, which would have made Charles Nelson Riley blush. In any event, in any event, there really is something to this. To this statement, you know, who are you going to believe, me or your own lion eyes? And it turns out that we have our own lion eyes now everywhere. And all I can do to close this episode is to, is to repeat what I've seen again and again and again at the end of every one of these episodes. We have no idea what, what these police officers have to put up with. Yeah. We have no, we don't have the faintest idea of how aggravating this is, how insulting it is, and how cool they remain under pressure. I would have shot I would have shot practically everybody in one of those things and would have found some reason for it. It's unbelievable. They are so kind and and accommodating. I sometimes think they're too accommodating, but in any event, you really do need to watch a few of them because with a few exceptions, the vast majority of the police out there do a, a job that is much, much dirtier than we think it is. And they do it with a great deal more grace and professionalism than we suspect they do. For Steve Green and Scott Ott, I'm Bill Whittle. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time right here on Right Angle.